We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lucky Podcast. Talking evolution of a program, Notre Dame. Marcus Freeman last week in an interview said, look, money is not an issue. We are evaluating what needs to be done. And if we find something that is going to make our program better and needs to be done, we're going to do it. That made my heart feel really good for the head coach of Notre Dame to say that. Because he definitely knows there are certain things that need to be done for Notre Dame to close the gap on the football field in recruiting and in other areas when it comes to relevance amongst the young football players all across this nation. And when you think about that, one of the things I love about Marcus Freeman is that differentiates himself from Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly, all of his success, all of his success winning his head coach in Notre Dame, is that Brian Kelly really did that without believing in the program. Brian Kelly spent the majority of his tenure complaining and telling people what they didn't have and how much talent they didn't have and how many playmakers they didn't have and why they couldn't get this quarterback. The whole time when big recruits are on campus, he is, he's out on a golf course. So go figure, right? Marcus Freeman believes in the product. Now, whether or not the product is good enough at this point to win a national championship, he believes in it, right? It's like being around a man that feels like he's with the most beautiful woman in the world. And to everyone else, she might be a five. But to that man, she is a dime. That's his world. There's nothing else that can be said. You can't change anything about the way he feels. That's period. So when you talk about that, a lot of things come into play for Notre Dame. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. 
Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. How do we evolve? One of the hires they made, which at the time I thought was an extremely, extremely smart hire, was former Notre Dame running back Amir Carlisle, who became the player director of player development. I know a lot of people say, yo, what does that title mean? What does the director of player development, what do they do? Well, Notre Dame released a little snippet of what Amir Carlisle's job is and what his job is to create surrounding the Notre Dame program. And this is what he was able to do for Notre Dame in conjunction with the recruiting weekend. This is what he provided for that team this weekend. It's going to be the kickoff of the program. This is not just one week. This is a commitment to your future. Tomorrow, we got the Pivot Podcast coming in. We're talking about the realities of the NFL. We are here because we can no longer do. Talk a little bit about being prepared for the transition out of football when people say it's about who you know. I firmly believe it's, it's about who knows you. Learn how to communicate and talk to people. Like I said, I have no degrees, I own businesses. My network's higher now than when I retired. I've made money, a lot of times I can't say that, I've made money after football money, talking to people. Listening to that wisdom, I feel like that we can actually do better by hearing what we need to do to be great. We got NBC, one of our official partners. How do we tell our personal story? As an entrepreneur, you guys are all your own business. How do you lean into that? Your brand. It's really starting now, the things that you're putting on social, uh, the things you're putting on tape, uh, all of those brand um, elements start now. My goal is to get back because I have little brothers and I see how important I am to them. And I want to just be important to the rest of the community. And by using y'all, using NBC, uh, I feel as though I can like, show my story.
story. We got AWM Capital coming in here and we're talking about how do we bring this together? How do we save money on taxes? How do we maximize our dollars? How do we approach our brand like a business? How do we create young moguls out of all of you guys? We're not just trying to chase piles of money. We're actually trying to accumulate money to do something with it. Money is just a tool to pay for the things that are important and impact the people and the causes you care the most about. So that's the orientation of why we care about money. All right, that's the aim here, that's the goal, that's CTG, that's close the gap. And let me tell you what close the gap means. Our tagline is you can better your best. Here is your best, here is your better. We're trying to close that gap every day in everything that we do. All right, all right, close the gap. It's a privilege to be here um, at the University of Notre Dame and to be able to, to meet with student athletes. For all of us, we're former collegiate and professional athletes, and this is something that we didn't have. Look at us as more than just a network, but also a place for resources as they look to build their brand, tell stories, and to connect with their audience. Notre Dame is special, and we look forward to what Coach Freeman does for this organization. And Amir, thank you for bringing out the podcast. So, once again, Amir Carlisle, player, director, personnel, uh, director of player personnel. Uh, I was privileged to have an opportunity to sit and chop it up with him over the Blue and Gold weekend. And he told us a little bit about some of the things he was trying to do. And to see those things come to fruition, it was absolutely amazing to see it come to fruition, some of the things that he hinted at over that weekend. I think he's doing an incredible job to get the Pivot podcast to come on talk about that and to be able to communicate AW Capital AW Capital. And then of course the relationship with NBC looks real nice, doesn't it, fellas? Ladies and gentlemen, that that relationship with NBC looks real good, doesn't it? I'm just telling it looks real good. What's left what's good with it? That's right. You know, I, I just played the video of you know what Amir did for the program this past week director of player personnel and bringing in the Pivot Podcast, AW Capital, and bringing in NBC. Uh, we saw Christian Gray, the young freshman, talking about how it impacted him. Don Schuler and Jason Onye standing up, talking to the NBC execs. Just a lot of things that were positive about what Amir did, and it is, it is the exposure. You know what? Because some kids, and you tell me, Left, it's one thing to be recruited in here. This is the reason why you need to come to Notre Dame, right? Yeah, I mean it's 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 just a little different. I mean, but then to experience it while you're there, and to not have to wait until afterwards to experience the networking and everything. These are kids and freshmen before they even took a snap at Notre Dame that are rubbing shoulders with NBC execs, <laughs> chopping it up, hearing it from the pivot. Hearing it from you know big time investors, angel investors, portfolio managers is look. It's always good to to hear it for the first time being that young. It's like you know, it's like me telling you how to make a million dollars as as a twelve year old. You're not yeah. going to be like internalize it and be like, okay, I'm gonna start tomorrow. But it's like getting wet behind the ears and being like, oh, this is what money look like. Oh, okay, it's. They call you Mr. Bill O'Callahan or whatever the case is. <laughs> so it's good to have those those brief early on connections. Obviously, you don't know how to cash in on these networking opportunities right away, but you gotta 
work on building relationships as you're in that position at Notre Dame because that's where you work on things like following up. Yeah. You don't have to be you jump straight into the industry and be the the brainiac or the the, the be end all be all answer to whatever they're doing as a company. Mm-hmm. But if they're coming to to speak to you or coming to these events, it is awesome uh, practice, especially something that you can you can savor for now. You talk about planting those seeds. You want to plant those seeds. Follow up. You may not want to work for Target management in the next four years from now, but right. you know where that person transitions to at their next position because usually it's bigger. And now you're in a situation where it's like I've reached back out to the what I thought was a target dude. Now he's the CEO of something that I want to be a part of, you know, or whatever the case may be. So following up because you don't know where they may lead because you're going to get bombarded with meeting new people all the time in Notre Dame, especially as a football player from students. You don't know if your your dorm mate, the dude you're sleeping in the same co-ed, I mean co uh co-room with could be a cajillionaire you don't know that and, and you may not even know how to take advantage of that in the moment you you don't know you just like man this is fresh this is new i just know a lot of money's around me but with all that just work on your connections being a good guy you know a lot of times when you you don't get too many places where you have that many people that are just good people too you know, usually you 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 find it in us like one every sixty people may be of the same stature of a Notre Dame person. One in every three at Notre Dame, so you don't know who you're talking to. And that's where you get the the great equalizer of everybody does something great here. So playing football, being a football player, yeah, it's cool, but it's just cool. It ain't like oh my god, mm-hmm. it ain't like you're you're the next Heisman, da 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 da, da guy mm-hmm. walking up. Number one picking it. Nobody, they care, but they ain't like, well, you got to get behind me. I'm about to be the CEO of your next whatever. So it's, it's a very good respect that you you gain and you you understand when people start doing extravagant things. You 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 get that respect. It's like, okay, it's like your, your, your parents. Your parents don't give you money for good grades, but they do give you money when you do something new, like start a business. Because everybody gives good grades. You know, you go, you you go to you go to Notre Dame. Being on the honor roll, that's that's not impressive. Yo, say that again. <laughs> say that again. That's that's actually funny. Right? The dean's list. They like, oh, that's the whole class in the dean's list. Right, right, right. Who cares? Right. You know, you are gonna have to up your game a little bit. You gonna have to put a little extra on top. You remember you said you said the award ceremony. At the end of the year, in elementary school, you used to get that certificate for perfect attendance. Yeah, you. Everybody got perfect attendance at school. (laughs) Yo, look, true story, true story. My best friend, my best childhood friend, man, this dude is still a stickler (laughs) for perfect attendance to the point that when him and his family has two kids, him and his family they will get ready to leave for the Thanksgiving holiday or the Christmas holiday. And most of the time, you know, you're like, oh, kids got a half a day tomorrow. But we can leave the day before. They don't have to go to school. This dude stays behind to make sure his son has perfect attendance, bro. To this day, he is a stickler. 
And I laugh at this dude like, man, what are you doing? He's like, man, he's going to have perfect attendance. And I'm like, there will be no interview in his future where someone's going to ask him, did you ever miss a day of school? That's just something you can tell at the bar and impress some people because they're like, you really did that? I never went to school. You know, you just get those conversations. What part of the interview is the interviewee going to say or the interviewer going to say, tell me something that you accomplished. See that that's something to bring up, but it's more of like a it's like a fun fact. It ain't nothing hey, I'm gonna oh, resume. I had perfect attendance all the way through high school. Come on. Think of the, oh, you're a nerd. I don't need all that. <laughs> and you know it's crazy because no name is one of those few places where you know you get the standard uh you hear those base things of what you can do to separate yourself. Oh, show up on time. Oh, do all the things that somebody else doesn't do. Oh, have a good habit. Have a good people, you know, they give those general topics of separating yourself, but at Notre Dame, it's just different because it's like all those kids that listen to all that advice all in one place. So it's bigger than just being at being five minutes early to class and sitting in the front. Uh-huh. It's bigger than that. You go, you gotta compete to sit in the front. <laughs> you show up to class thinking, yeah, I gotta see the front. You're like, oh snap. <laughs> You're going to be in row three or four because they, they already beat you there. So you, it's, it's bigger than getting up before the early worm gets. It's, it's bigger than that. It's bigger than staying up a couple extra hours. bigger than that. That's what they That's the regular routine. So finding your way to separate yourself is, is very niche at Notre Dame. You can't take what you learn over there in your, your good little private high school and bring because everybody brought that. That's the regular tool bag. They said, oh, you got a hammer too. I got a hammer. You gotta you gotta come on where and that's where creativity has to you know be there for you. But when you do see those separations of kids that are at Notre Dame where they just you just a little different like just you cool it's just something a little different about you. That's where we are in recruiting. That's where I'm bringing it all to. We're in that tier where we're everybody's doing the you can come, you can come visit anytime, and we ready for you. Everybody's doing that. Everybody's bringing out the cool photo shoots where you got all these fancy lights and, mm-hmm. and backgrounds, and your mom and your sister can dress in the gear. Everybody's doing that now. Everybody's most people, most top programs, they dropping off a little duffel shuffle bag at the hotel for you get for you ride home. Now you got an extra carry on. You gotta find somewhere to do it. And you damn near got to make sure it's under 10000 because you can't get through TSA. You know what I'm saying? That kind of stuff. <laughs> right, without declaring. Right, right. Without getting frisked at the gate. Right. So so, so Notre Dame has to find a way to be that 1% when you're in a, a, a arena with a bunch of people that are in the 1%. Alabama's a 1%. Georgia's a 1%. Clemson's a 1%. Ohio State's a 1%. So we can find our way to separate ourselves in recruiting from the schools that are the masters at it right now, Texas A&M will be considered a top elite recruiting school because they always in somebody's top five. They may not always get picked, but they're going to be in your top five. <laughs> it'd, be like, it'd be like Duke, Dartmouth, Pittsburgh, and then it'd be good old Texas A&M. You'd be like, how the hell? <laughs> Kid from Rhode Island got every East Coast school and then just out of right. nowhere Texas A&M. Like, right. Right. If we can find that one percent to be different, we'll be we'll be in a really good spot. But I just think it's just it's just a little harder, you know. With that Florida being a quarterback meant a little bit more. It meant a little bit more. 
you 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 know you following the lineages of the great Chris Lees and the Tim Tebow's and the, you know this goes on and on. Steve, oh, you Steve. ain't quarterbacks that won a championship. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, yeah, it probably would mean a little more to be following the steps. Oh, you got uh, Rex title Gross- winning quarterbacks. Well, Rex Grossman didn't win one. He was no, he did win one. Oh, he won the highest one or two. Rex Grossman's a- Danny Warfel won one. Danny Warfel, you know, there's some there's some guys in there, but at Notre Dame, it's like if you're not Brady Quinn, Brady get in didn't line. win one. Get in line. He didn't win one. Get in line. He didn't win one. So it's a it's a mistake at the Notre Dame quarterback. But even being because Notre Dame quarterback to the world. Top top three positions. It goes the president of the United States, the quarterback at Notre Dame, and whoever's working at Amazon. The best three jobs you can have. <laughs> but but at Notre Dame, being a quarterback, you just you 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 one of the students until you separate yourself in that way. So um it's just one of those things where for us to be bewildered at times at our recruitment. It's 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 not coinciding with how tough it is to get into school regularly. It's harder to get a scholarship from Notre Dame playing football than to get into regular admissions. Let's think about that. I don't know. Let's let's think about this. It is. It's more difficult to get a scholarship to Notre Dame as a football player. Fly to the middle of Uganda, set up shop on the corner, and pass out scholarship. 85% of the new students that are diversity are from another country. Oh, facts. That is huge, but that's huge money. That's huge money to have a huge international student contention. That's very smart on their behalf. Very smart on their behalf. It ain't fooling nobody. Right. It, it's more kids from Uganda than from Chicago at Notre Dame on a free full ride scholarship. So if we could do that, then damn it, Keon Keeley needs to be that <laughs> needs to be in that Notre Dame job. <laughs> if we can pull these kids from all over the world, more kids in United Way. Mm-hmm. And and provide Scott. I mean, what happened to the kid from Germany? We got a DM from Germany that quit football and just enjoying life in the just state. now, just enjoying life. He just enjoy. He's just all oh, thanks yeah. for the free, the free school and cool experience. But we can't get Carnell Tate. Come on, it's 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 crazy that you got y'all had a first round, second round projected offensive line and just stop and say, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and go into politics, man. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I would jump down with Governor Whitner. You know, I got this opportunity. This, his exact words are, this is an opportunity I just can't pass up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, fam, you are, you start, you're starting on one of the best offensive lines in the history of Notre Dame. Yeah, you're at, a, you're, you're, you're at Notre Dame at a time where this is the cream of the crop. Cream of the crop. This is the, the crux of the, you know, the, the stock. Yeah, you at the highest high of Notre Dame O line, and you take and after the season, nobody you didn't talk to nobody. Nobody after the season, you walked up. We all like, all right, Steve, can't wait for next year. It's gonna be great. We're gonna be even better. Whoop de whoop. Don't tell nobody all summer. All summer. We we had workouts. We 
Where's Steve at? <laughs> <laughs> we in the middle of summer workouts for Steve at. Oh, you done passed on the gray yonder. You said he had bigger fish to fry. Good. It, it shocked everybody because Coach Kelly's not expected something like that. You know, he used to be in that Cincinnati, Grand Valley, kids dying for a scholarship. He knocked Coach Kelly door and said, hey, Coach, um, you know, appreciate it. It was good cardio, real fun. <laughs> had time, you know, good, got all my stuff in good. But listen, <laughs> I'm about to go be making and changing laws around here. Right up the street. I ain't going far. I'm just going to Michigan. <laughs> Coach Kelly didn't say, he didn't say anything. And you can imagine what he's saying. He's saying it's like, couldn't be, he said couldn't believe it. He's like, what do you mean? Like, what are you, what are you just going to walk away? Like, you, I'm, I'm hearing he's saying, you just see how, what I did with Zach. He's just going, what are you talking about? Right. Started for me as a young guy. You ever know supposed to happen. So, you know, and Steve said, listen, I get it. Corey did the same. Corey went from being a first round projected pick to working in the art gallery. Showing off paintings of, of Biscoff and all that stuff, off and all that. <laughs> Break down the abstract painting. He said stroke, not beef. Yeah, he said off. Whatever that one is, just some crazy painting. So you mean Basquiat? Yeah, you gotta add, you gotta add. Yeah, he know the names. That's what I'm talking Picasso. about. Picasso. Yes. In the middle of New York, not no Nebraska art gallery, no fun. One in Savannah, Georgia. So he is in New York art district the premier art gallery just on his like yeah i don't want to play football i'd rather do this these are guys that came early with me i think we all trying to go to lead which i get jump start corey's a student body president james is a super investor somewhere working with pat eilers steve is working with governor whitner concocting all type of narratives and stuff he's doing in michigan it's like what, what we got going on what we got going on? So I, I think that there'll be less of those guys coming in under Marcus Freeman. I think mm. it's just more of a focus on, on what they're trying to get out of the football aspect. Um, you know, I mean, think about it. We've had a, a barrage of very well-rounded, maybe not Notre Dame football, you know, down the middle. We had some guys that liked a lot of do a lot of stuff. I mean, very creative. You know, you like, man, you're a you're a good dude. You just happen to play football. It was one of those things. So, not that we need a bunch of gangsters on the team, but we was we was definitely. I had some questions about some guys. Yeah, like, guys that will walk away. <laughs> guys that will walk away. Guys that just like, like what? How are you so diverse right now? Like, how do you just? You just in tune with so many different things. You an engineer part time. Yeah. You a part time guitarist, and you go perform every now and then. You know, like all these skills. But, but when, when you got time for just football, like how you? Not that you can. And that's the thing. I don't have a problem with the guy that wants to do many different things. Mm-hmm. But when we were on a team and we together every day and we sweating and doing all this stuff trying to get to a goal, I'm just questioning your attention. Like Jerry, when Jerry came in, he's a true freshman, just starting out. He's looking all right in practice. We got a the, the break off after spring thinking, you know, he's going to go train. He's on a he's on a high. This man is in Paris chilling at the Eiffel. T- this man ain't been out the country his whole life. 
First time he touched Notre Dame, he in under the Eiffel Tower. Like we got we got camp in a week. What are you doing? And I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess, but you just too. Man, focus on football. That's what I be wanting to. You know, you want people want to rap. You know, even Ev, Ev want to play the the piano. All great. It just for me, maybe I'm just such a, you know, when you win the season, you win the season, and if you got 15, 20 turnovers, but you playing the piano all the time, what you doing? What you doing? That's downtime, left. That's, you know, that's... man. Listen, <laughs> it, it can't be downtime with twenty turnovers. You letting down the team. You letting down the team. You playing the piano. I don't understand that. That's why. That's why I love Corey to But that was always my my misunderstanding with Corey. It's like you just you just so willing to give up your rep. You hot right now. You done one one handed the dude on the sideline, and you man, go ahead take my rep. What do you? I need you in there. What are you talking about? Don't be giving up your we just got two good guys, man. Two good guys. Ah, it's it's different. Man, look, Marcus Freeman is like my boy in the movie Brown Sugar. <laughs> Marcus Freeman is in the studio and he's watching how things are going. And he's looking over here like, what? Why is that going on in this program? Why, why do we do that? Why do we feel this way? And Marcus Freeman is like, Tay Diggs, like, this is ridiculously whack, man. <laughs> and your boy walks up behind him and said, man, I thought we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, you did. And he looks in the studio and he sees the rapid dial bases trying to hit the right note. He's like, man, I'm out. I, I no, nah, we gotta change this. I can't do this. I'm gonna go start my own my own label, Brown Sugar Records. Straight up. And that's what Marcus Freeman is trying to get Notre Dame to be. He's trying to get Notre Dame to evolve. He's trying to form his own record label. Because that Brian, that Brian Kelly records is ridiculously whack. It's it's just all over the place. We went from pop the country, Dude, the DKR rap. records. <laughs> Yo, it's ridiculously whack. You got rapping Dalmatians up in the booth, trying to remake the girl is mine. Yeah, we re- in a hip hop <laughs> formation. You gotta get up. You gotta get that. No, bro, that's not it. That's not it. That is not it. That is not it. Just focus on one genre for one, for a little bit, man. Because good grief. Just a little bit all over the place, but you know, for the for the right person to do it, I think Jack Swarbrick on his way out was was right on right on the uh, no, Jack head. Swarbrick did not want any parts of these decisions that are upcoming that are upcoming. But he yes. made the first the biggest escape step by hiring Marcus Freeman because if he didn't hire Marcus Freeman, we went on this long coaching search. I don't think I think that was a lose lose for him. I don't think he mm-hmm. could have got a, a a a better fit for Notre Dame at that time other than Marcus Freeman. It was like Dan, if you do, Dan, if you don't. So that was the best step he could take for making an exit. Because now it's like, okay, y'all don't put that Marcus Freeman thing on me. I set it up when y'all that's what y'all wanted. Don't get mad at me in five years down the road. Y'all mm-hmm. could have could have had Andy Ludwig or whoever, you know. Or, so and then you got just a just a complete transition of where things are going. 
on a recruitment level, which is huge for college sports, not even just football, college sports. You got the TV deal, the apparel deal, people trying to link up in super conferences. How is that going to affect your off-season scheduling? Mm-hmm. What are we going to do with the, the way the campus is changing? You know, it's just so many different moving parts. And Jack's like, listen, I'm trying to go to Florida. Look, look I, man, you might not like it, but Jack Swarbrick is who he is, and he's not changing who he is. His last major coaching decision, Jack Swarbrick's like, I've been cheap. I don't pay coaches. And I'm not about to pay this buyout and get this dude $2 million. It's not happening. And I leave out? No, 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 no. No, and it's not happening. It's not happening. He stuck to his guns. He stuck to his guns. It was like, you know what? We're fine. Let's find a way to wiggle out of this. I mean, now he, now he was finagling some stuff putting together. Now he finagled a whole speech for Marcus and dropped the email for the masses. Oh man! Tried to try to hit us with misdirections. Of, it we didn't say we weren't gonna buy him out, but then hit us with the you know what I mean. He been hitting us with oh what one of them. He been doing this all day. I got you over here, and you know one of them. <laughs> so I mean, that I think that's a part of it. Hopefully, uh, Pete, what Bavakwa is that? How you say it? You got it. Hopefully, he comes in with more of a straight a straight approach to it. Uh, and not have the the need to feel like he has to duck and dodge around the decisions made. But at the same time, Notre Dame's been running on the same type of uh, hardware for a long time. You know, we've been on that at Mac 11 Systems 08 for a pretty long time. We got to update. We got to hit that update. We denying the update. And I think this is where Pete has a chance to come in and do that, just like our guy Shrewsbury. With his transfers and him coming in at the right time for a Notre Dame basketball program, coming off a coach that was, what, 15, 12 years there with Mike Bray. So it's wide open. It's a lot of, like you said, for the football team. We don't know. Mm -hmm. We can speculate. We know what it looks like on paper, but we just don't. I would be lying to say I know for sure what we're going to look like coming out. But – it is a, it is that transition point to where we can cross over and, and and hit this thing running, or we're gonna miss the boat and be swimming in the ocean for a long time. Because what everybody knew ain't no loyalty, so they could get rid of everybody the next couple of years if they wanted to. You know? Yeah. So this is sink or swim. In many cases, did not. If I was Pete. I don't want to come in my first three years and we trash in sports. I'm getting rid of people. I'm, it, what? I'm coming in on an 0-20 record? No, no. I got to go. It's new sheriff in town. So hopefully that relationship can get built early. Marcus Freeman using that recruiting mind, flying out and taking the roof, Chris. You know, just warm up. Just I'm your football coach. It's how we do it in South Bend. I'm going to set you up with a nice roof, Chris, steak dinner. Welcome to South Bend.
But you know what would be dope? If they brought kids in, wind them, dined them, wild them, but then took those expenses out of their NIL money. <clears throat> Treat them like an artist. Treat them like an artist. We fronting cash and taxing on the back. Yeah, we'll we'll front you want we'll front you. But we, well, we, we got to get employees in, huh? We got to get our money back. Yeah. Is are they employees or are they independent contractors? Well, technically, you would be an employee if you're getting education and room and board paid for, right? It's like housing. Like at Google, they pay for your housing and they they bus you to work or something crazy like that. So maybe, I mean, I think it should be considered as an, just like the, the these club teams in Europe. They already got the structure. These kids don't think about no school. They think about making the club team out their neighborhood. And they play their whole life. Some of them, I mean, they may not ever be superstars, but they play their whole life playing football or, or soccer. So we should set up like those club systems. I mean, those 707 teams, you grow up, you know, you play, whoopty whoop. Maybe it turns into a structure like that, but it, it just seems to be. Well, news broke this afternoon that Mbappe might be coming to MLS next year because Messi is in Miami. So that American money must it must be looking real good right now. He want that he want that uh, American fame, the money in Europe. Facts. <laughs> the money, soccer money, man. You coming to America for the fun? Let's be for, for real. Like Messi, what turned down one point eight billion dollars? Kidding me. Three years, one point eight billion to play in the, the Saudi desert. I'm over there. What do you? They talk about family over money. Listen, I love my family, but they would love if I took the one point eight billion. You what would take you the billion, man. What? What would you do? <laughs> he said, "Man, what? What are you talking about? One point eight billion to just play some soccer over here in the desert?" Well, you do know he got money, and he got with the deal to Miami. He got something like a percentage of the TV money for new subscribers. Sure. Is that going to equal I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. They bring in what he's. I'm just telling you. <laughs> you know, because the euro is not as strong as it used to be. I'm just telling you. That's true. He want that equity. You think the equity is where he, where it's at? He might be. Like, Should have been like our guy. Uh, uh, what's our actor? Ah, uh, James. It might, it might be easier for him to become an owner in MLS if that's his. If that's what he wants, eventually. Yeah, might be easier for him to become an owner in MLS than an owner over in Europe, because those European clubs don't come up to sell. LeBron got him what two two percent in Manchester or something. <laughs> that two percent ain't. Yeah, his little drop in the bucket. You know these players try to get these fake. You know these investors. These fake ownerships, like I own. Like man, only, please. The only ownership I think somebody got is Pat Mahomes. He own. He own half the. Half the damn Casey Royals, he should. He should with half a trillion dollars he got over there. And Aaron Rodgers, okay, and Aaron, I believe Aaron Rodgers, and he got the uh, the Bucks going. But the interesting thing that these athletes are investing in, if this is the type of show we talking about now, is pickleball. 
A lot of guys got pickleball too. Dude, so you know Mark Jackson and uh, Jeff Van Gundy went to play pick- pickleball in between games three and four down in Miami. Yeah. And Mark Jackson got hurt. <laughs> it was funny. They alluded to it on the broadcast. It was kind of funny. And I've never played pickleball. It's picking up Steve. You know who plays it all the time? Jewel Lloyd. That's really? Her, that's her, like, thing. Like, get a pickleball team and in the whole – I don't understand it. But, I mean, hey, that's what uh, that's what rich people like to do, like racquetball. Have you ever went to the gym and played in the racquetball area? Because they always nice and set up real nice. And that's how you know if you got a good gym, if you have a racquetball court. But nobody ever goes. Do you ever go? Racquetball was huge in college. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. At the University of Illinois, racquetball was like the perfect date. Really? Yes. We would take girls over to the uh, intramural building and play racquetball, and it was like great conversation. You let her wow. in. Yeah, yeah. And most, you know, a little exercise. You weren't trying to go too hard. You know what I'm saying? No, I think that's, that's how you get them, though. That's how you get them uh, away from the pack. For sure. But yeah, it's one of those things for sure. Oh, lucky enough, the podcast, the evolution of a program, and the director of player personnel, Mir Carlisle, attempting to take Notre Dame into the future of college football. Marcus Freeman declaring that money is going to be spent. And if we can get left to kind of approve upgrade of the amenities around campus. We'll be all right. But you want some trash cans that open by themselves or something? What you? I mean, what? <laughs> I told you the best things they did was make give scooters to all the kids, so they don't have to walk between the goog and all the buildings, and put the training table in the goog. So now you can eat and do everything right there. That's the that's the upgrade. If you want the fancy blockers that. Drop down and give you an 85 inch TV that is in your way. No, practice dude, and- the Notre Dame locker room is timeless, doesn't need to be changed. Yeah, what's wrong? It's, it's timeless, room. it's timeless. We're not talking about that, but come on, bro. That's what come I'm on. saying. You want a pool table? Like, what, what are we asking for here? Yes, I am. Nice, nice little bowling alley wouldn't be bad. <laughs> Shy, who, who, you know, who we Julio cussed to have his own little setup. That wouldn't be bad. Man, they tried that with the tech. They tried it. And they what they tell Marcus Freeman, hell no, bro. The building is shut down after X X time. We ain't playing that. Oh man. Yo, lucky lefty podcast. I want to put like a little 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 strip joint on the side of it. They get the good wings and stuff. You go out. Okay. There. Strip joint. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You mean a strip mall or strip joint? Now what you talking about? I have to clarify. <laughs> just make it all. Just make it all in house. Just have entertainment. No, 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 no. I, I actually, I actually go, I, I actually go find my good wings without having to attend the strip joint. So I don't, I don't, I don't need baby oil getting mixed up with my ranch dressing when I eat my wings, bro. I'm good. Oh. I'm good on that. So tonight's going to be the end. We'll talk about it tomorrow. I kind of told you it was going to be five games. Kind of told you this is going to be five. Yeah, this is. You know what I'm saying? I hate to say it's a boring series because it's not. 
It is. It is. It is. It's like it's like watching a team be tortured. <laughs> but if you're a basketball savant, you're supposed to be like, man, this is good. Good. No, basketball. no, no. This is just a slow death. <laughs> Every game is like a slow death for the Miami Heat. This is slow death, dude. Because you know they're gonna come hard, you know, for like four or five minutes in spurts. Yeah, and need But it's like- almost like it's not even gonna have an effect. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like catching a catching a boxer with a good shot, and he walks straight through it. It just yeah. keeps coming forward. That's the Denver Nuggets, like, 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 I, like John got to get mad, thinking he gonna do something else. It's like you. That's what Floyd want. He wants you to come crazy. <laughs> he just pop you over the head one time, like, oh man, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Look <laughs> at the podcast. So. Make sure you tap in. We had a best of Lucky Lefty this weekend. It was a great show that featured Amir Carlisle when he was with us on the Lucky Lefty podcast. Rakai Nelson, that podcast is available. And also, I got Bennett Jackson. That podcast is available. Oh, we had Rakai? I mean, yeah, Rakai. <laughs> Come on, man. You tonight, Rocky, Rocky, Stroganoff. Well, you know how them names be for them type of thing. I'll never forget they did that pregame special with Ev sitting at the, the grand piano. I'm like, <laughs> we come on. What's, come it, on. what's the Grammys? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, Ev. Come yeah, on, yeah. man. What are, we, what are we doing here? <laughs> Lucky Lefty Podcast. But I, I, I appreciate the well-roundness of Notre Dame football players, though. It's really a thin do. line. It's a thin line. It's a thin line. I always talk about this because, you know, it's a thin line because they start bleeding into the whole, you know, you play bad and then you want to start talking about mental health. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, Dak Prescott, all right, you just you just got paid a hundred mil. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? You you suffer through depression sometimes, and that, that's not what the leader of the team needs to be saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying because it's like, all right, all right, well, give me the seventy mil back. We can work on your as a rookie contract, and there's no pressure. And there's no pressure. You don't have to worry about, oh, it's, you know. So that's why I'm just like, man, let the let the job be the job. If you hired a plumber to come fix your toilet that's been backed up for five days, and he comes over and starts telling, oh, I had a rough day, oh, I this and that, and, you know, even, you know, I'm just going through it and all this. It's like, can you just fix my toilet? Yeah, I care about you as a human being because I'm a human being and all that. But, man, fix my toilet, man. I'm not trying to hear all that other. But that's the same thing with sports. You're getting paid buku amount to do a job. Why y'all got to make it so guilt for us if we talk a little stuff on the side as a fan or we tweet you or something? And so It's a part of the job. I don't know. I don't know. This whole, I just think some of this sports stuff gets too emotional sometimes. It's like, what you want the man to do? Obviously, people are going to be have their opinions of how you play. That's why, you, you know, you people get so upset about it. I'm just like, man, like, it's sports. It's your job. Now, if this was something personal, you know what I mean? Okay, I get it. You got to care about your, the man's mental and all that. But if you make it $80 million, I don't want to hear you talk about mental health because you threw a pick on third and 10. I'm not I'm not trying to go for that. 
That's like LeBron going in there losing a, a final series and then walking in with a with a with a, with a boot on. Talk about your ankle. your ankle wasn't hurt. <laughs> hey, what remember he had the hand cast? He came out to the game with the hand. What's wrong with your hand? <laughs> what's what's wrong with the hand? All of us, you was you was just in the game shooting. Now you come with the post conference with the with the cast on the hand. Come on, man. I'm, come on. <laughs> so I just think sports is just too thin of a line for me. Cause it's it's too excuse based. It's like, you know, sports is very result based. So anytime it's not a result and it just seems like an excuse, it just seems like an excuse. It may be a good reason, you know, stuff happens, but it just seems like an excuse. That's all. Lucky Lefty Podcast, man. Nothing like a good left Brent to close out the show, boy. <laughs> you know what time it is. Bad, you know that makes you bad. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's Petty Historic Petty Junction? Petty Junction, Petty Stories of the Day, brought to you by Nora Whiskey and NoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey, NoraWhiskey.com. First one is definitely Steven Jackson. Total, total petty, crazy clown stuff. Petty what? The man is promoting old block and checking in. Steven Jackson, you too old. Same video where he's talking about he's so gangster, he's dissing that old block checking in. The kid in the video, 16, catching the murder charge. Well, so what are we promoting? Steven Jackson, you the prime, you wouldn't you in the front for 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 uh the one dude that died, Michael Floyd? Wasn't he in the front of that? Isn't that your cousin or something crazy? Uh-huh. And then you turn around. And then you do this. I don't know what you you an agent of chaos. That's what you know. How we, well, Dr. Umar said you an <laughs> agent of chaos because it's mixed messaging, you know. And so I think it's petty because now nah, how you look, you look crazy. Because are you leading the youth or are you misleading the youth? Lucky lefty. Podcast. You saw that though? That was crazy. I just thought that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I live here. I don't even check in when I go over there by old block, bro. I mean, that's I don't exactly, that's so corny, man. I don't exactly post up on the corner, but you ain't worried about having to talk to nobody either. I don't, you know. People crazy. It's a street, man. It's a city <laughs> street, dog. It's, 
It's a city street on the south side. You get off the damn ride, you drive down the street, dude. It's it's right there. It ain't like it's a territory with a moat and an armed guards and a you know, you get disappointed, dude. I went to New York one time and I kept saying, Man, I want to see Marcy. I want to see Marcy projects. I want to see Marcy projects. I want to see Queens Bridge. Little old projects, man. And they were projects, dog. It was like, okay. It's a project. It's a building. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a building, bro. If you've seen one, you, I've seen Cabrini Green here in Chicago as a kid. So I've, I've seen the worst of the worst. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's, it, it is funny. It's funny. He'll try to act like, that's, that's, <laughs> Like what? Like it's just see that's that John Morant problem, bro. It's that John Morant problem. You got these 15, 16 year olds brandishing guns, doing certain things as if you know. Man. And the older dudes is promoting it. Crazy. Man. Did you see the video of Ice Spice at some Super Jam? Did I? Am I incorrect in saying that she was not fully clothed? Listen. I I felt like that was a fine, dude. Like, how is she on stage and how is this video not... Gimmick sale, man. Gimmick sale. Oh, man. I almost called your boy Jordan Poole and apologized, bro. <laughs> To tell him it was money well spent. He called it. See, see, I told you. <laughs> like, hey, dog, that half a meal. I understand, dude. Yeah, I yeah. Understand. Come on now. I understand. I can't even. I can't even front on you, bro. He's like, she's my favorite rapper now. I have no idea why. <laughs> I see. I'm not going that far. I'm not going that far. <laughs> I'm not going that far. It was mad petty that that video actually was going around. Oh, yeah, the video went around crazy. Man, internet's crazy these days. Hey, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Great show. Tap in with us. Subscribe. Hit that like button. Don't forget, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CFB Nation. Your audio edible each and every day. For left, I'm Sean Davis. It's been another great episode. We'll be back at it tomorrow. For more updates on recruiting, we're going to dive head first into Fall camp because they're on campus right now. That's right, and, and they're solo. You know, it's a few kids taking summer classes, but they're solo. It's just them. And we're gonna talk about what they're doing because Left said, "Look, you don't do anything until the students get there anyway. You spend eighty percent of your time at the Goog." So we got a couple of guests coming up this week as well. So we got a good week of content coming up for you. That's right. We spend a different Lucky Lefty podcast, man. Enjoy the rest of the game. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. 
or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. 